hasn't seen us this is uh this is the Torah podcast so um in case anyone's wondering um what the fuck are we doing just (laughs) wearing a disguise today because um i've been real sick and um we're gonna have to start again okay uh, we're recording i think it's better this way (laughs) i think it's i think i don't know joe you look pretty shady man yeah, I feel like a bit of a drug dealer, but that's all right. Maybe just maybe just ditch the beanie and the and the glasses, and you'll look less like a drug dealer. I mean, do whatever well, you want. Well, the beanie's you, keeping me warm, but yeah, it's all okay, good. Fair. Okay, shit, dude. Where's Thorny gone? Um, I don't know. Thorn just I'm, I'm kind of bailed. In a sec. I just need to tweak some shit. <laughs> what? All right, we were all right. Well, so um, what's been going on, guys? Where's everybody at the moment? Uh, I'm in Bali. Australia. I got back. I, I'm very much excited to be back in the motherland where it's warm and it's not, you don't have to wear a beanie inside. <laughs> You're um, in the studio, your new studio right now? Yeah. Um, I'm in the studio, in the Flow Studios. Um, I've been setting it up over the last few days as a workspace um, for myself and hopefully f- in the future for other people. Um, basically when I got back, I just sort of got it straight in here cause I was pretty set on working on some new music. Um, but as it is with family and everything, you kind of start seeing lots of people and you don't get that much done, but I'm, I'm doing my best and it's been nice to be back. That's for sure. It's so nice and warm here. Has it been raining cats and dogs? Because apparently it's, um, it's like El El Nino or something. There's like some crazy weather cycle that's going to be happening. Yeah, it's Coast. not been raining that much though. It's been like, it's really nice. In the mm. evenings, it's been like getting a bit cloudy and then pissing down sometimes at nighttime, like every couple of days. But it's not been really raining during the day. It, we did have a couple of days that was just like gale force winds. That was insane. But other than that, the weather's been pretty good. It's just not been that hot comparatively to like a normal Australian summer so far at least. It's been pretty yeah. mild, like low low mid twenties, which is very chill for Australian East Coast, I, I guess. Yeah, it looks like it's been nice, and actually, finally, not like crazy um, rains and stuff. Like, cause our property out at um, Maina, where my <clears throat> which got slammed last time. I don't know if you remember seeing like the 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 photos of like my driveway that were just turned into yeah. like pretty much a canyon. So yeah, like, yeah. we've only just fixed it like this week. It's been getting fixed. Really? And that was mainly because of like there was so many other properties that were in way worse condition um, that were getting fixed, and so everyone was like road people and and dirt moving equipment and stuff was just like rented out. So it was like almost a year later, but they haven't had rain, so they've been able to fix it all. So that's sweet, man. Our driveway is looking. That's great news. That's perfect. I can't I can't use it because I'm I'm in Berlin at the moment. But well, so. I've heard I've been hearing from Mum. Like I had a call with Mum like, the other day. She was saying that like pretty much everything is taking ages at the moment to do like yeah, any dude. sort of building, any sort of like mm. everyone. No one wants to work, and also around Christmas, enough materials and well, no, I no, think everyone's for, just for the year, out, like, man. For years, like it's just a great resignation, man. So that's what's going on. It's a All great like, resignation. Fuck. It was actually so good not working during COVID. Maybe we just keep trying to kick it. 
Mm. Yeah. No, but the the working the force they're they're literally just like booked out. Like the guys that um that are doing our our driveway, they're actually two dudes from Shearwater. Um, oh, no way. One I think was in your class, maybe Thorn or something. What's, What's his, his name? name? Um. Uh, tall dude that was always in the mechanic workshop. Uh, fuck. It's just completely gone. I've lost it. Anyway, I didn't really know that well, but all of a sudden they just rocked up and they've just been like literally flat out every day just like going, fixing people's driveways, earth, earth moving, just doing back to back. They're just good going on crazy. Yeah, no, Fixing the driveways yeah. one at a time. It's just been like yeah. actually raining cats and dogs here in Bali, though. It's just, well, I mean, it is the rainy season now, but it's like pretty insane. Yeah. And, and the mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, dude. I've never experienced dude, that. That's the like one this. thing. It is so fucked up. Are they fast there? That's what I've been yeah, loving about Berlin, man. There's no, just none of that. Especially they're not in fast, though? See this? Oh, one. my what God. What is that, dude? <laughs> is that an electrified <laughs> tennis racket? This is like literally, it just explodes them. They, they like turn into popcorn. Now, I'm like, Ooh, I'm, a, I'm a pretty sort of animal rights ethical dude, but when it comes to mosquitoes, this is just yeah, like, this em. is so satisfying. Dude, can you just Bro, wave, in Spain, just they're like 100 kilometers per hour. <laughs> you can't catch yeah, that. That's a bit of a, this is a bit dude. of a, a moral dilemma though. And Why are mosquitoes? That's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it just, I mean, I feel so like they're just past diseases. I think they do have some good purposes, but like. So Thorns, Thorns relinquished veganism. <laughs> oh yeah, but that happened ages ago. <laughs> Bro, I've been eating some meat. How is that? First Whoa. time in twenty four years. No way. I've like, been eating what, a little steak. Little steak oh, yeah. here. Whoa. Yeah, this uh, this is like I'm coming out. Um, How do you feel when you eat it? Like after? Do you to feel be honest, like, I, like I I ate a little today. I ate a little steak today um, at lunch, and I was just I just couldn't help but think like, just like deflated rubber tire that's just like been sitting in the sun for such a Dude, long I don't know time. who's been right. cooking your yeah, steaks. No, bro, it was like, like I swear it was like souvle, it like definitely proper, not like, like that's not overdone. Not, it, it wasn't like that stuff we had in Switzerland. Swiss, yeah, yeah, that was that Swiss joint. That was crazy, man. But yeah, I mean, you tried it there as well, yeah. didn't you? It's been, it's been, it's been interesting. It's been nice to like not be closed off completely. I'm still like kind of not that comfortable with it, but. I guess that's just a given after not eating something for 24 years and then just starting to eat it all of a yeah. sudden. I'm only doing a little bits here and there, but anyway, it's, does it, it's been does interesting. Does it make you feel different after you eat it though? Like not the not taste, immediately. Like not immediately. Um, I've been kind of mm. e just eating it to try and get a bit more protein, I guess, in my diet um, yeah. and just be a little I mean, bit at the end of the day, experimental. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think like everyone goes through different phases in life where they try mm -hmm. different diets. It's like a, a part it of being a healthy stick. human being. Yeah, yeah, it's just like interesting to try new things and see how they make you feel, and then you can actually have a gauge on whether you feel better or worse with something, and like make your mind up for yourself. So I think it's important to try stuff every now and then. Yeah, like I'd probably still be dabbling with a little bit of red meat if I didn't get that allergy, but. I think like fish and oh. chicken, fish and chicken's pretty fine. I, I don't ever look at a steak or red mm. meat and like crave it. But um, yeah. dude, this yeah. just made me think of that time in Germany <laughs> when oh, you yeah. got like you ordered a chicken kebab and then oh, they man. gave you like lamb and chicken kebab without your knowledge. What is it? Cold one? Is a mammalian meat allergy? A lot of people probably yeah. aren't going to know what that is, but um, it's it's an MMA. So basically, there's a kind of tick. Um, it's called in the in the US, it's called a Lone Star tick, and then in Australia, it's a female paralysis tick. I think it has to be a female. 
But basically, if this tick um, like is chomping any sort of little mammal or marsupial, anything that gives birth to live young, and then drops off and then comes and bites a human, your whole like nervous system gets totally rewired. And then anytime you eat like mammalian meat, so that's like cow, pig, sheep, whatever. Anything that gives birth. You're, you just go into like this autoimmune anaphylaxis kind yeah. of full-on situation and what was really insane is that it took me about a year and a half to figure this out because i was at sean's <laughs> friends sean's mom's friend's place or something we we're in switzerland yeah, we just had up. we just had like like christmas oh. lunch or something like that with my family oh no it was in summer so it was we had some sort of like yeah so we went swimming lunch. in the lake though and there was like all these these ducks <clears throat> yeah. and swans and everything it was like the most picturesque scene i'm just like <laughs> loving it swimming around and then we go and we have dinner and then i'm eating some cold meats or whatever and then on the walk home i'm like mm, i'm not feeling so good and then by the time we get back to the the house everyone like falls asleep we smoke a doobie or something and then i, I think we like smoked a doobie later. on the way through through lausanne <laughs> we been smoked a doobie on the way through the city <laughs> and by the time we got home like, someone <laughs> was just losing his shit and we were just, i was like man maybe he's just no, real no. baked but then you just saw his body and it's just covered in hives oh, it was so <laughs> I was like, fucked oh, up fuck. is that no something really wrong with him it's duck so, lice for yeah, sure. I thought it was duck lice, right? So I'm like Googling it. You know when you're like you're freaking out and you're trying to like self-diagnose oh, and you're just and Google's man. just throwing all these things and I'm like, oh duck lice, this makes so much sense. There are all these like these birds swimming around on this lake. So I'm yeah. just dousing myself in tea tree oil. Oh, that would have made it worse as well. That was so bad. Yeah, it was, it was so like so it was like bad. 25 degrees or something at nighttime as oh, well. It was so hot. Dude. Thorne's just sleeping on this little bed on the fucking floor in the living room, yeah. just scratching himself to death. <laughs> Joe, so where then, are you? Actually, Sorry. Wait, where? Who? I was just asking where Joe is. Oh, oh I'm, in, I'm in London. Oh, um, okay. At Tom's. Um, oh, yeah, Tom's place. I would show you this the gear, but it's on the other side of Same. the laptop. But basically, My, I'm in the studio. I kind of um, wish I could flip it around so everyone could see the cute studio. Well, it's, it's, it's a nice spot, but yeah. yeah. You, you just need to get a little like webcam thing. Well, they can, can just like, go to Flow Studios Instagram and see it, I'm sure. Yeah, right? it's not a thing. Yet. Do you guys not put content of it up yet? Not yet. Yeah. One day, okay. soon. <laughs> yeah. You're still kind of sorting, like setting it up, right? Getting the yeah. I still haven't layout. done that much like calibration or anything. We still got to put in some like curtains over there. But we've been getting yeah. a bunch of nice rugs and making it all yeah. sound good in here. Um, but I got these new crazy. Adam Adam monitors, mm-hmm. which um, <laughs> Adam just put out. It's the next generation ones, right? Yeah, they it's basically the, the ones next generation. Like they brought out the next generations from the ones we have in, in Switzerland and. They've got a bunch of cool features. I mean, these are three-way um, monitors, so they've got mids, tweeters, and a, and a bass. So it's like three. Yeah. Um, are they front ported or back? No, yeah, they have a front port. Yeah, they have a front oh, port. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just have these have a great feature where you can basically store like calibration on them. So like you can do a microphone calibration throughout your room with Sonoworks or something. And then you can mm. store that data within the speaker and not have to run that actual program that Yeah, because normally you have to EQ run either an normally have to run time. either like a plugin or um or a program alongside your door that stores the calibration. But it's amazing how they give you the calibration uh, like snapshots that you actually load into the speaker exactly. that way you don't have to like constantly that's be so running tech. it you can just have the speaker it's that's sick. tuned it's, the I think Adam was the first people who who have done that actually as well I, I don't think yeah, there's any other I speaker think, company that have done it yet have you yeah, I, don't know yeah, companies. I think there's I think there's sound cards that have it like um, that have like calibration you can store it in but mm-hmm. then you have to match them to the speakers so it's, it doesn't really make that much right. sense makes well, more sense having it in the actual speaker itself 
Well, we can ask. Have you like uh, a beat what it sounds like with and without the calibration in the same? Way? I haven't done the calibration yet because basically what happens uh, is once you you can do multiple calibrations, obviously, but if you if you're gonna change the room significantly, we, like after a calibration, you have to recalibrate. So yeah, I'm gonna wait until I put curtains across this glass glass section over here so yeah. that when I calibrate, it's like gonna be the final kind of setup of the room. And we just got a bunch many... of more carpets as well. How many calibrations awesome. can you save? Is it like I think, unlimited? Or I don't like actually know for sure. Size? I think it, the speaker can only store one, but I think within Sonarworks, you can have a couple ready. Um, but the speaker, I think, can only store one at a time. We're just giving Adam a massive shout out. <laughs> yeah, sponsor us, Adam. And to our two us. fans. Yeah, send us some speakers, boys and girls. I mean, come on, there's, we've, yeah, we've got so many of their different models. Like, Jai and I bought some of those entry yeah. level fellas as well. What are those? Like, yeah. A7. T7V? I think oh, it's yeah, the T-Series. We have yeah, the T-Series, I think they were right? the T-Series, which was the entry. Yeah. And then These, the, we had the A, the A7Xs, the A7Xs, which yeah. is the ones that we have Speaking at Dali's. Of, and then your one is, I don't know, whatever the new generation ones are. But they look sexy, man. I guess the added mid-range tweeter thing on them is like the mid-range so nice. It's really nice. You get this punch on the mid-range that you don't really get otherwise, I find. Anyway. As a segue, I wonder if we talk a bit about the plans for may and june and um kind of bring yeah. people in on on what we're planning of um i was thinking actually what do you guys want ideally for um like do we want to just bring our atoms to wherever we're going to play uh wherever we're going to record or do we want multiple sets of speakers this time to like to reference as we go like well as ultimately as I mean, context well, just, for the listeners, I, yeah, set I the guess. Scene first. Yeah, maybe yeah. let's start. We'll start so, from the start. <laughs> so, as context, basically, we are hoping to write a new record in the new year, come May and through June and through the summer. Um, it's we're looking at different places to write it. We want to write it somewhere unique, somewhere beautiful, somewhere we can feel inspired when we wake up and sort of just have the writing process and the living experience in intermingled in in an interesting way um whilst still managing to stay productive if it's possible um and we're talking about tokyo or somewhere in rural japan or we've been talking about portugal or southern spain or some coastlines there's a lot of options but basically we're we're exploring that now um so mm. we're looking for interesting spots if anyone has suggestions hit us up but um, basically, yeah, we're going to bring a bunch of gear of our own to this spot, wherever it is, if it's possible. And we're going to set it up in a living room of, of the, the house we rent and kind of write like that because that's the best way for us to write creatively. And I think down the line, obviously, we take it to professional studios and everything to do the final stages. But I think in the creative stages, mm. it's nice to be in a space where you have just you feel relaxed you don't feel like there's too much yeah. pressure on like you know you're paying this much per day in the studio and you got to punch it out now no i think i think the studio the is great account. for like the mix down and mastering editing and stuff but if anyone's got some nice crispy fat cribs that you're using <laughs> let your boys know because i mean the other the other thing to consider as well is there are some people that do have cribs that are sort of kitted out as studios as well so i think depending on the the setup um we would bring the speakers or not i don't know we can kind of keep it pretty flow wow there's such a big difference yeah. between that and that yeah i, I guess like ultimately sweet 
We're just manifesting. I would definitely just have ours. Ours are like the main, would be the main ones. And then, you know, we could get some like Yamahas or something just to have a reference, you know, Mm. to have a bit more of like the, a little bit more trashy sounding, more sort of Mm. low grade sounding, which is kind of nice. Exactly, Um, exactly. So I think, yeah, at this stage, like all of our gear is in Europe. So being in Europe somewhere would be awesome, but we're also not opposed to going to somewhere like Japan, as Jai mentioned. Um, just yeah, somewhere we haven't been. Well, really, anywhere. Unique vibes. I mean, yeah, not necessarily anywhere, but I think like <laughs> okay, anywhere on, where Tony. the vibes are high. I don't I think mean, ultimately go, like, into winter Nicaragua, dude, we're coming. Ultimately, for me, <laughs> I think the 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 aim would be to be somewhere where none of us have spent much time right. or exactly. had had much experience, so that we can all go into that vibe together. And I was thinking more about it. Um, how can we? become more unified in the process together and I thought it could be cool for us to actually have like daily activities that we do together every day and even we could try at some point as an experiment perhaps to choose to only be on the same in the same mental states um, on certain days so like one day everybody drinks coffee one day everybody's sober. Oh. One day we all have a little bit of a butt, like a that would be a interesting experiment. Yeah, One day, sure. like so, we can go th- and just like the- be totally <laughs> on the same wavelength and get into this kind of like unit. So we're thinking like as a unit, and we're like yeah, because otherwise it's like one person's problems. drinking, one person's smoking weed, one person's drinking exactly. like five coffees, and the other person's just upstairs but in the eagle's nest. Can I, <laughs> can I just say that based on some people's sensitivities towards certain things, there can also be like a day that follows the day that is like washed out. Because if yeah. I was like smashing yeah, as many sure. espressos as Jai day. smashed, I wouldn't even sleep that night. It would be like an all fucking night bender. Yeah, I'd be waking yeah, up yeah. the next day just <laughs> fucked. We could uh, do this I, like I for the sake cool. of science. It could for also sure. document it, like <laughs> us doing this and having a documentary maker there, like filming the process and like documenting it. Like, yeah. this could be a scientific experiment to see how even like a social scientist could um, could actually observe how it affects our creative process. And like, I don't know, it could be something quite interesting to, to bring by into Huberman the process. Lab, I reckon. Let's get Andrew Huberman to come in. Man, we're um, dropping these. On that Huberman note as well, happen, if, if you're like a videographer or a photographer and you would be down to come and hang out and do some like documenting, also definitely reach out to us. Or if um, you know, or if you know, you know anyone, people, like put people let forward. them uh, mm. like we're pretty up. happy to um, like, yeah. This will be May, June. May, June of next year, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Any any vibes, any tips, any creatives that you know that um, would be interested in what we're doing, then, yeah, definitely get in touch with us. Because, yeah, we're, we're also, I mean, this is even the genesis of this podcast in general. It's just, yeah. like, we want to start bringing all of you guys into our zone a little bit more and kind of, like, also give back. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. The segue segues, essentially. The segue segues. <laughs> well, now we're yeah, segueing I mean, into, like, where this podcast, I guess, is going. Yeah, exactly. Want to talk sure. about, like, the sort of, like... Um, opening it up to other creatives and other musicians and then into this sort of Torah um, academy. Academy, yeah. yes, but even just like, yeah. I, guess I mean, ultimately what, what we want to do is use this platform that we have um, built over time to Torah, like the, the whole thing, mm-hmm. use it as an opportunity to reach people, whether they're creatives or business-minded people, mm-hmm. um, to... Basically, we want to become like a, a knowledge base or 
provide a knowledge base and act as a resource for like up and coming artists and entrepreneurs to help them navigate the music industry and um, basically provide a platform where people can uh, reach us and a community with questions about the music industry, questions about creation. Um, we want to create a space where people can submit their demos to the community and we will pick out some and actually like analyze them on the podcast and provide yeah. A&R feedback this for song, creatives. So like we want to help you make your songs, basically. It's, it's yeah. actually cool yeah. because I guess when you have, I guess between us, me less so than, than you and Sean, and, uh, but between us, what, like f almost 50 years of cumulative experience in the field. Hmm. Um, I guess there's just so many experiences that you kind of build up this knowledge base. And I mm. think, yeah, giving that back in a way is going to be a really interesting journey. And so we're going to be exploring that um, down the line, yeah. hopefully sooner than later. But come the new year, we'll be looking into building something out and bringing you guys into something like that um, as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, so anyone who's interested in being involved in that community and that subscriber base, um, we're going to provide a link that you guys can sign up for, like, your, uh, submit your interest. Some of, these, uh, some of this will happen on the podcast, but a lot of it's actually going to happen on private live streams, um, which will be accessible by the subscribers. So um, mm. we'll drop a link in the podcast um, drop a link in the chat yeah, I think, description I think the subscriber stuff they'll be just more in depth and maybe more like sort of interacting whereas yeah. I guess with the podcast we'll still do like sort of some like tips and also like A&R stuff so like if you send in tracks of yours you know we'll listen to it and do like reactions and feedback and etc yeah, um, yeah and I mean also just like don't be afraid to drop us questions and uh, things you'd like us to discuss like on an ongoing basis as well yeah um, because I think this is like as we mentioned initially it's going to be pretty free form but um, as Joe was saying we're going to kind of probably try and build out this more sort of uh, supportive environment where we can actually help mm. other musicians because we did that poll the other week or it was probably even a month ago now but um, we were actually pretty surprised at how many of you are interested in kind of learning about mm. sort of creative hacks but then also sort of music industry stuff as well um, and yeah. I heard a quote recently that we are best positioned to serve the people we once were. And I mean, mm. going back to what Jai was saying, like we have so mm. much cumulative experience that I think some of us, um, or at least myself specifically, I kind of forget how much we do know and how much stuff we have gone yeah. through and experienced and like how valuable that actually can be to people who are, are starting out. And even mm. people that also have been going as well, because... Um, Sometimes even when I'm talking to experienced musicians, I can like share with them a new plugin or some kind of like production hack and they'll be like, oh, cool. I never actually saw that thing happen that way. Um, and I think it's just like a constant sort of back and forth. So yeah, it'd be mm. really cool to kind of foster that with everyone. Yeah, I also feel like there's yeah. not that much out there currently. I mean, there's definitely some music business discussions and podcasts ex that exist mm. where people talk about how to like best serve the industry and best sort of... Um, format releases for DSPs and um, that kind of thing. But I think that the community can build around these kinds of topics more. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it'll be just interesting to see if other people kind of come in and, and sort of start doing similar things and we can kind of create yeah. more knowledge around what is an industry that is very difficult to navigate for many 
like people who are young to this industry even for us like as people yeah, have been royalties. in royalties oh my lord we don't I mean, know maybe we can even touch on this briefly Sorry. but it's just oh. like the amount of di- like without like we don't have to bag anyone i don't know up, if we have to fully unpack it I we don't like have to unpack it but just to sort of like scrape the tip of the iceberg it's like even us we've been in this band now for nearly 10 years mm. um, and there's still things that we're only just discovering about how royalties actually move mm. and what you need to sign up for and just like and it, it is relatively simple but when you start out like no one is there no or at you. least a lot of people are not there mm. to kind of like guide you through this um, and they're either we there to kind be. of milk you or mm. they're there to allow you to just try and sort it out and it's it's mm. just kind of insane because if someone made like this really condensed little manual of like, go sign up and do this. And this is what this royalty yeah. is. And this is where this gets collected. And this is what you can do. Like if you start that yeah. earlier rather than later, you can actually have the foundation like properly laid so that as you do start to get more success and more streams and whatever, like you're actually, mm. everything's supported. flowing nicely. Supported by yeah. that. The yeah. biggest yeah. thing is all, p- protecting all people from the industry yeah. leeches. Like there are, there's so many points in people's careers that I've been close to many people who I've known throughout the entire 15 to 20 years of our careers my career um, countless times there's people who've signed agreements that they didn't understand and that they later regretted and we just want to be there to basically help people get a grasp of the industry before they make any big decisions at, that yeah, will affect quite them right. over quite the long right. term and we just want to be able to help people understand what is actually going on in this industry and how broad it is and how much you how much help you need but also like what to what to look out for so um ultimately it's just about it's it it's coming from um a place of experience and wanting to help people um me- like avoid making the fatal mistakes that many people we know have made and also mm. the mistakes that we have made like yeah, there's heaps of shit that we've learned the hard way mm. and still are learning the hard way <laughs> always exactly and i mean but, in um, a way like at this stage you kind of almost can't hate the players you sort of have to hate the game because mm. oh, well you God. don't even have to have uh, hate the game you just have to you just gotta rewrite the rules no but this is the thing because this is where shit's complicated is it's like even if you understand all the rules the music industry has got to be one of the most fragmented industries in the world at the moment and it's so legacy like we're only now collecting royalties for songs uh, that were streamed like two years ago sometimes even three years ago and the fact that it takes that long and has to go through so many different agencies yeah i thought the modeling industry was bad (laughs) it's just like it's actually insane when you think about it. Like the whole world is digitized so much and yet these kinds of things are still taking this long to happen. And so yeah, I but think the music industry was one of the last ones to digitize. That's why I it was, know, took so slow. So sure, it's catching up. Sure. That's why you've we've only got only just got things like the MLC that only opened up like two years ago. Mm. Sound Exchange, which is also super fresh. Like or all these guys- infrastructures were not actually set up prior to like streaming. And so like it was like they advanced super quick into the streaming industry, but then the, the back end, like all the agencies, didn't actually have the infrastructure to keep up with the volume of like plays and new artists. How like to track all Now there's probably more tracks and musicians and artists releasing on a day-to-day basis than there was, you know, in the... Yeah. 50s, 60s, 30,000 tracks get uploaded to Spotify every day. And that was like a Dude, year ago. The ro- you know how, did you see the report from... Sound Exchange last year collected nine billion worth of royalties. 
Do you guys hear that Spotify is finally next starting level, to turn a profit? Like this is their first yeah, yeah, quarter, yeah. I think, or yeah, um, or maybe it was That's, yeah. I think this is their first quarter that they finally managed to turn a profit, and the profits look good as well. And so I think as things start to shape up in the streaming industries with profits and stuff, hopefully, like things become a little bit mm. more lucrative, or well, not even lucrative, just a little well, bit more the, manageable for. For, mm-hmm. for artists who are who are doing streaming because like even us who are who get good streaming numbers it's like it, it, it doesn't it's not like if you've got like a, a few thousand streams a month you can't live off that that's for sure so um mm. and i don't think that's going to change but i think i think it will get better as time goes goes on and mm. i think there'll be ways to learn how to build that listenership up and more transparent yeah. information mm. around it I mean, I'm super optimistic. I'm really optimistic about the recording industry in particular because we're seeing um, over the last years, it was, I believe it was an average of 13% growth um, Mm. year over year. And if you compound compound that over the next 10 years, that's like significant. That's like almost going to triple in revenue which is basically going into the streaming services because there's more people mm. joining subscription-based music. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. just just to actually, like, I've just looked this up now just so I don't get the numbers wrong. But at the moment, as of, like, August 2022, there's only 433 million users on Spotify. And of those, there's only that's 188 million that are actually paying. That's really fast. Yeah, that's so this is, like, fast. a... S- such a small percentage of like the actual global population and listenership as well. I, I remember it was a, it was a, like a hundred million, sure. maybe like three years, four years ago. It was yeah, like yeah. eighty. It was it's that's huge growth. It is huge, wow. and I think this is actually interesting because I was listening to a podcast with uh, Balaji Srinivasan recently, and he was talking about how India, like everyone's about to come online, and so this is like a huge portion of the global population as well. Um, mm. that are now going to start like actually uh, using services like this as well and, and kind of plugging in a bit more. I think China is still a massive question mark. Well, we, we, actually, got, I did a bit of like, research on uh, on this. I mean, uh, so, yeah. so Tencent is the kind of umbrella conglomerate that I believe owns a lot of the streaming services in in China. And I think a lot of the distributors in the Western world work with companies that are the the DSPs, um, the digital streaming platforms in China. Right, and okay. so that money, I believe, should get to um, Western artists uh, eventually. I don't know how long it's going to take, <laughs> but um, from my understanding, yeah. it's a little bit weird, but it seems like Tencent basically monopolizes the market in China. And it seems yeah, like for sure. they have stuff like Q Music and a few other ones that are like, really big like really big we're talking like hundreds of millions of users and you know we even we get streams on that we get like proper streams and um, i'm sure a lot of artists do but i don't think many artists really understand the market because it's sort of an isolated market that we have never really learned about and um it's something that would be interesting to have more transparency around as well just because it's so a little gray do you mean like believe or the orchard or whatever would have a deal with Tencent that would be doing uh, yeah so this is like this is how, between them so my understanding is that TuneCore um who mm-hmm. was acquired by believe which is a yeah. the the distributor we work with um mm-hmm. 
I know for sure that they were working with uh, Q Music and Tencent. And so I believe okay. that a lot of the main distributors are going to be having that same situation where they're, fo- yeah. they're, they're basically getting paid by the, the Tencent yeah. streaming company. So I think most um, artists who are with distributors will be getting money from that market. But okay. um, it's a, a bit of a question mark how much. I couldn't really glean much it'd be super interesting to see like some sort of report or something to see i've never seen a report whether yeah whether that's like a blanket licensing agreement that they have with believe where they're like oh we'll give you like x amount of cash for like your catalog or for like portions of your catalog or whether they actually pay out on like a play basis or whether Mm -hmm. it's more just like a blanket agreement and then they distribute that yeah, I think it's. I think it's still a play. Artists, or if it's actually on the play. I think it's play a play basis. basis. I'm pretty sure it is, but I could be wrong. Or if it's like major versus indie, etc. Yeah, because that's a mm. one other thing. I don't know if this is like good to talk about, but I don't think that uh, many people know that major There's labels. There's disclosure agreements between Spotify and specific labels. And they're not allowed to disclose what the rates that they're paying those labels. Yeah, so major and labels so, essentially are getting a hell of a lot more than independent artists per artist. And there's no transparency dream. around this. And we don't know how much <coughs> more. But we know yeah, it's But some people, I've read, I have read things online. I don't know if they're true. Don't sue me. But um, <laughs> uh, from what I've heard, there's like cases of people That's getting paid up to six times more streams. Uh, sorry, yeah. six times more money per stream. Plus, they're getting like um, hundreds times more streams because they're getting like pushed into the algorithm mm-hmm. by Spotify. Probably strong arms by major labels potentially as well. Um, There's a lot mm-hmm. of backroom deals. I mean, someone who's famously been absolutely cancelled for like challenging it is is yay Kanye West. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. he did a whole bunch True. of other shit that like was questionable, like, pretty questionable. Um, but for years, he's kind of been going up against this and trying to call out the the contracts. And um, but what's I think so like that he's biting the there hand needs to be more transparency. Like he, he is a major label artist, so he would be getting those mega. Yeah, rates. but he, he is, wants but to I cut up his deal. He want. He, I think he bought back his rights. Actually, I'm not sure, but he's right. trying to expose what like how corrupt the contracts are. Mm. Um, but ultimately, like it is an issue it is something that should be discussed more because i think that if spotify had more public pressure like and more if people were talking about this more then spotify would be almost forced to do the right thing um which would be to pay everyone equally um based on like regardless of whether you're a major label artist or an independent artist yeah. well back to the uh, original that's something point. that would be would be i cool. think the flexibility will come potentially in the future as they start to profitable because right now they're not well they're they're just starting to turn a profit but as they become more profitable they might have the flexibility to succumb to some of these public pressures that we're talking about yeah but they've just got the model wrong because like if you listen to one artist and you pay your like 12 bucks a month like the the money should be going to that one artist that you listen to like you're you are trying to support that artist you're not like you shouldn't be paying for like kanye west and like give some context on that though because i don't think most people understand how that model i mean we're we're digging a lot into spotify but basically that's cool the reason why they chose that model at the beginning and why they got strung on by the majors is because they they needed the money from those big catalog. selling ticket artists, and the they catalog. needed that catalog to yeah. develop Start and to like platform. financially yeah. support them. And like you're saying, as they become more sustainable, 
they probably will rely less on these big ticket names. Like, I think they'll, they'll always need them. I think that's their game plan. They'll need it a no? little bit less. Like, I yeah, think their longevity plan is like, okay, like we needed this, we needed the big yeah. artists to be on board for us to get a following yeah. and have people on our platform mm-hmm. and recruit mm-hmm. users. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the problem we needed all of that to get to mm-hmm. the point of profitability. And then eventually, once we're at profitability, maybe we can start, uh, you know, leveling no up. They're, Honestly, they're no, a public I, company. I, they're a public think, company. They I have like think... fealty to shareholder interest. Like there's no way they just start being <laughs> the good guys when they get when they get. No, but I don't think that maybe. Spotify is the issue. I think that it's the monopolization of the music industry that's the issue. For and sure. what we're seeing is the breakdown of that as we empower more independent artists. You see what companies like Believe have done where they've gone and they've invested in a bunch of indie artists, mm-hmm. let them co- like run with their creative vision, given them the opportunity to match up with resources it. to the majors mm-hmm. and then suddenly you have all these artists who realise their worth and they're not getting um, hoodwinked as mm-hmm. much. So we've seen a shift in the industry over the last five years already. It's very positive. That's mm-hmm. the yeah. D, like that's kind of the breakup of the monopoly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've also sure. got to keep an eye on the, the new guys on the block who are buying up all the catalogue and make sure that they don't become monopolistic as well. So Yeah, yeah. Um, just the inherent human nature is to, to, to stem towards like or lead towards that if you can. Mm. So yeah, if, yeah. if I can if I can segue, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys have been like looking pretty closely at what's been happening in the AI space, but like I'm oh fucking hell. Um, <laughs> there there's also five dogs here, disclaimer. Um, kids are getting hungry. So bad. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was in Budapest the other week for a Polkadot uh, conference. And then I met this guy um, who was, he was working with a different uh, crypto project. And what he reckons he's going to do is he's going to like turn himself, he's going to make an AI version of himself, right? And so the way he's going to do this is he's going to like take the, the model, but like untrained, so no info in there. And then he's mm. going to start feeding it all of his blog articles, like all of the podcasts he's done, whatever. And then he's going to do it with one of his co-founders as well. And they're going to start this like endless conversation between these two people. And they can like ideate ideas. They can do all sorts of stuff because they've got these two AIs, which are like digital Mm. representations of themselves, just like going, 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 just going on. Um, I think like there's going to be a lot of info that needs to get put Mm. into these models to actually make them compelling. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, he really uh, is like pretty confident that this can actually happen. I'm thinking I'm probably going to try and do the same. And just get one of these models and just start feeding it every single little bit of info Dude, and make it biased. I'll give it my morals. I'll give it like my values and everything. I'll put books Dude, in there that this. I like, whatever. This segues, well, not segues, but man, I watched, I don't know how I've never seen this. I think you told me about this movie, um, Chappie, the South African. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Dude, no, but isn't that called like uh, District the, 9 or something? No, no, no. no. District 9 is one with the aliens. And the one with Chappie is like, um, dude, it's got. Yolandi so and sad, Ninja oh, in it. Man. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. so freaking funny. But anyway, the point is, is that he puts this AI in the little robot thing and yeah. essentially it's learning and, you, you know, he gives it, I don't know if he actually gives it morals. So it's, it's less so much like impregnating his consciousness onto yeah, a machine. Yeah, yeah, it's more yeah. just like giving the machine this like learning capability. But it's so interesting to watch the sort of, but bro, yeah. think think about the consequences of this, right? Because then what happens so is if you've got an AI version of yourself, yeah. someone like Elon Musk or like some big figure can do mm. this and they can like 
sub, like create a subscription service and like rent themselves out to other companies because if if you can make it like enough of a compelling model I mean, like the, you can be like cool i'm gonna rent like the stuff. elon musk business advisor model for 30 grand a month or whatever <laughs> and i can ask it questions and it's going to be advising me based mm. on everything that he knows everything he does and like whatever's going on and then I guess this is aligning with the whole sort of metaverse concept as well, because then you can have like infinite iterations of yourself just running mm -hmm. around in digital spaces, like doing whatever it needs to do. Yeah. But we do kind of get to a point where you can actually like create a compelling clone and then you can actually resurrect Jesus. <laughs> think about oh, this. Actually think about this, right? Because there's nothing to say that the second this coming of Jesus isn't actually digital. Oh man. Think about yeah. it. It could actually be a thing. And if if this actually happens and you've got like Jesus running around. So do you metaverse, mean you give the AI like Jesus? You, you feed morals. it the Bible, you feed it like oh, everything, right, okay. and it basically can you can have like an AI be as Jesus. Close to Jesus as possible. It can be pretty <laughs> close. And you know, it's just like, okay, so once we're starting to blur the lines between like what's real and not real, and we've got chips in our brains with Neuralink or whatever's gonna happen. Dude, that's um, actually really close as well. Are they doing pretty that insane. in like a week or two that um, Neuralink's about to put their first implant for like hearing or something like that. Yeah, but I'm so week. scared. I listened to the pod this podcast today with uh, Whitney Webb and James oh, Corbett. Yeah. Oh man, it's like so not okay. Like Have apparently guys... eight eight out of the fifteen monkeys that they were using all died when they were trying to Ooh, do this. So it's like super super bad. And now they're like deep. trying to get ready to do it on humans. Like it's. Have it's you guys used ChatGPT yet? Right, what Man, is yeah, hammering it so hard. Yeah. Have you guys wild. used Mid Journey a bunch? I know you have Thorn. Or Mid Journey or, yeah. or, or the AI art programs. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, a bit scary as well because, I mean, as an artist, um, you have to, I mean, as a musical mm. artist and a visual artist, I have to sort of ask myself, like, how long am I going to have relevance for in these fields? And do I start, mm. like, transitioning out? But at the same time, when it's like, I think <laughs> popcorn mosquito, right? There. I'd be a bit more worried if it wasn't. I'm kind of more worried about academic subjects for mm. like, you know, rather than creative I'm subjects. I'm so glad you just brought that up. Because I'm, I've I mean, literally got a tweet here about that. Because I, I, so I think for me, I think like Mid Journey and these AI art programs are, are fantastic tools to basically build you know, a mood board for your next project, for example. And I yeah. think that's how it should be used because every time you, mm -hmm. you create something with mid-journey, it's not quite there. It's not quite right. And it's very rare that it, you, you get a piece of art that is like, okay, this is this is makes sense and the colors are correct and the lighting works and like people are going to like it. But it's a, a mm -hmm. fantastic way to come up with ideas that are inspiring to you and be like, okay, like I can work with sort of this as a basis of inspiration to then sort of build into my own work. And I think that's a great tool. But I think yeah. using that as a way to make art is just like a bad idea because you're just going to end up with this magnificent amount of saturation in in and we would just end up with a, a I've got something to say on this point because I brought up the exact same question with um with this guy that I work with, right? And this was his response because I was like, yo, if we've got chat GPT Everyone is just now going to be making so much content. They're going to be writing books. They're going to be making blog articles. They're going to be doing all of this stuff. And it's just going to like totally take over the world. And he's like, no, actually, I don't think so. Because if you look at something like TikTok or Instagram, you could also have a lot of people 
going crazy and making like heaps of content to grow personal brands and to do whatever. It's like super easy to do this stuff, but people are lazy and people don't do it. And then there's also like another aspect to that, which is that it's, it comes down to our unique perspective of the world and how we assemble information that kind of makes something special. Because if you go into chat GPT and you say, like, write me a 2000 word essay about the dawn of cryptocurrency or whatever, it's going to give you like a pretty generic thing, but it comes down to like your approach to sort of guide it in a way that makes it compelling or unique or gives some sort of perspective on what's going on. Yeah. And same people are going to have point, yeah. exactly same with the art and people are going to have very, very strong filters, which are going to develop super quickly now to just see, yo, this is like a super generic piece of content. Like there's nothing valuable that I'm getting from this at okay, all. Okay, but, yeah. but yeah. then you need to imagine just a bit more evolution to that AI. Yeah, sure. Because sure. There, yeah, it will now so. take the data of how people respond to its answers and feed that back into the next iteration. So it's like, going to just be learning. It's going to use the quick. It's, it's yeah, it's like, learning from us using it, and then it'll figure out yeah. how to be even better than us. At, but mm. maybe so, maybe so. But then there's still going to be like a, a human element, which is going to need to exist in some things as well, because it's like going back to the the video creation on TikTok or whatever. It's like it is easy to hold up a camera and like make a piece of content. You can literally just mimic what you see other people do. But most mm. people are just super lazy. They're just not going to do it. And I think the same thing is going to ring true, even though these AI tools are here. Because if someone's mm -hmm. like, hey, I can't write this 2,000-word essay, but like, why would I do that? What am I going to do with that? They're just... Well, they actually I mean, they probably can't won't. right now, just straight from it, because they've already developed like a AI tool that you put, like you copy and paste the... <clears throat> copy and paste the text into it and mm -hmm. scans it and tells you whether it's like fake yeah. or and I've heard made. Google Google's been doing this now and it, like, Google's already index. using it now is that the free text essays for like schools and stuff like you can use ChatGPT yeah. for like research purposes but you can't actually use the essay like they can find ways to tell if it's AI well, there's open AI saying? the same company has made like a like an AI checker Oh my yeah. god! The same company that made ChatGTP fact checking mm. their own AI. also makes, uh, <laughs> AI checking software. Plagiarize. It's basically like stopping plagiarize. plagiarism. Yeah. but but it it's just for like uni work because technically you can make you're allowed to make a book. Like you have artistic um, copyright is yours. Whoever makes it, they don't own the copyright. So the guys already literally made a children's book using the chat AI and then using it to make visual prompts and then putting it into like Dali or something like that and it creating like the illustrations for it. And he literally has made a physical book, distributed everything. Exactly. Um, so this goes back to something that... It's only that like a children's book, so it's like this big. It's like tiny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, um, if still, it's, it's, it's cool. not too different to arcade. Like arcade is almost mm. AI. It's not quite, but... Like the fact that you can just set, and same with Splice Bridge, like the fact that you can just set the key and the tempo, yeah. and then basically you have a rack of samples that are going to be in mm. time and in key, and you just I've play along to whatever it. you. I mean, I've used Man, Splice a little it's bit. It's insane. It's insane. Like, you know, arcade's pretty next level for like creation. So, for context, so for people for who like, don't know, it's basically yeah. like a database of sounds and samples that you can um, filter by. Using, you know, specific you filters. Splice? splice and arcade is arcade the same? Is it? Well, arcade's like a playable. more like an effect thing. It's yeah, it's oh. more like a plug. It is a VST, like an instrument. but yeah, it's more like an mm. instrument because within, like, you get the samples, but like, you then you set the key, you set the tempo, 
Um, and you can actually like it has like effects rack in there and like a bunch of mm. stuff that you can do with like the samples once they're already in arcade and like all the samples already like pre-made packs by like other like sound designers and stuff. It's crazy. And so it's yeah. like yeah, it's wild how quickly you can you literally can make like, like a track in a day. And the yeah. more you do it, the more you can you find ways to like guys, hide that it's made in that. Let's just appreciate as well that it's kind of the same thing as a piano, right? There's only so many it notes is. on a piano and based on like mm. the way you play them and like the yeah, taste. the rhythm and everything it is going to create yeah. something unique. So like arcade is the same. Charles it's just simplified just these... What? Wait, whose computer just died? Oh, no. I'm here. Your screen no. went black. I did it. But so yeah, I think, I think that me. like yeah. ultimately all of this technology is just going to mean that the the shit that people don't like to do they need to do less of and people will mm. be more empowered to like do what they love because if you go and create yeah. a children's book with ai the process of doing that probably isn't hugely enjoyable it's not the same as like actually getting creative and coming up oh, with some cool story for your do you think that daughter. humans That's humans like, will find ways to like to to realize and like identify kind of those differences over time will like evolve to like mm. identify what's like AI created and what's human created or do well, you think that difference I, will be so like small I think it'll it'll be hard at some to, point very soon yeah. I think that for yeah. our next record we should take the approach that we did for Take a Rest where we try to sample like almost everything yeah um, and like whether yeah. it's not necessarily all of like the kicks and the snares and the like we can layer those up whatever but like no, it's more just getting the ambient like natural even sounds. making our synths out of like the by sampling stuff in our environment yeah. and running it into like a nnxt and like i don't yeah. know what we did with flies and cactuses and shit mm -hmm. like except this time can we please make like a hella sample pack that we can actually give to people as well afterwards as well, that would be like a super academy. cool piece of merch <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very very cool and then it's just like all these little unique sounds which like mm. basically people can reuse as part of the the actual record as well and i'd also love True. to open source the stems uh, for remixes and for people well this is this is what i was thinking to pieces i was thinking is um that can be something for our subscribers is for we'll sure, give them sure. access to all of our stems and they can basically go ham with it um and yeah, ultimately, this creative community that we're going to be building up is like, it's there to create, uh, well, to create creation, to inspire creation. <laughs> like, we want to yeah. create a space where creatives are able to share ideas with each other, with us. We can give feedback. We can all help each other get better. We can say like, oh, that needs more space or oh, this needs to lift more, whatever, like, get in a space where we're having like an open discussion and, and not it's, it's a vulnerable space where um, you need to be open to criticism um, so that you can improve. And all of us need to be like together and, um, exactly, but it just it comes down to the joy of creation. I think this is going to be the the whole thing that just drives humanity forward. It's like, yes, anyone can actually now create compelling stuff. But then what's the point? The point is to enjoy the process of being creative. Yeah. And I think yeah. this is something to that mean is something. going to always stay around. And to mean something because it's self-expression, it's therapy, it's like all of these things. I think and, also uh, one thing that will become more common is like people will be able to tell just by the way you present and talk about your work. And, you know, if you're an artist sure, yeah. and you do like, you know, an exhibition in a gallery 
and they chat to you. A lot of people pick up very quick if you're not the like like the actual creator of that work and oh, it yeah. was kind of if you just AI plug generated. in a couple of words on like an they'll be like well hang on <laughs> you had you know nothing about art history and you don't know about color theory and you're not like you don't have any information about how you worked with your materials mm. and mm-hmm. people will just mm. pick up the frauds really quickly and i think that will yeah, be yeah. something that you know maybe people will get good at Hey, but some side. of the best art comes from the outliers, you know, and especially in like the art world, the contemporary art world. The, the these people like uh, what's that guy's name, Jean Michel Basquet or something, ba- mm. Basquet, whatever. Basquet, like he cool. he like had no traditional sort of training, um, and he just kind of was doing some crazy shit mm. and turned out to just be like amazing. That's um, true. And so I think That's very it's, true. it's 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 not it's just like, like an evolution. But then you can feel I feel like you can feel of the passion of like yes, that person. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. meet them and you're like this person is unique and they're passionate and they're excited. Mm-hmm. And like, there's an authenticity there that you can feel mm. as palpable that maybe wouldn't be the case of someone who hadn't spent the time putting in like the sweat and mm. like the tears into their creation. And I but have you seen the guys that have used the AI yeah. arts, like the Dali stuff? And so in Dali, you, you start with your first like square, right? And you put in like your initial message because mm. Dali now is open to everyone. Remember, yeah, yeah, like yeah. when Dawn first used it, it was like it was just like an elite or whatever, like people had a special code. Now it's like open to everyone, mm. and so you start with your first square, and then when you start with your first square, it generates that and gives you the f- your four tiles, and you choose one of those tiles, and when you go into the edit mode, you then can just expand this whole fucking world around it. So then you go like the next tile, yeah. and you say like continue this, but make like the hand hold yeah. like a torch and then the torch yeah. can then go to a sun that turns into the universe that turns into a world. Oh, hectic. And yeah. so that you, you watch you watch like sped up versions of people that do it and obviously they're sitting there for fucking days or hours or whatever it is and they, they make these giant like murals that are just like these oh, yeah, insane things and that's mm. how they're doing it is they're just doing it square by square by square wow. and like going back Dali and evolving yet, and and change when you use Dali, it actually it changes the whole thing into it becomes much more of a creative adventure because you could sit there and put in like um, a blue turtle, you know, sitting on its back drinking a milkshake or something, and that's going to spit out that thing. But I mean, the more creative and the more you get to know, learn the tool, you actually develop like an understanding of how it generates and how it like I um, I, I noticed this say, understands like your if, input. If you, you if you don't those. use input in a in a educated way, you end up with bad results. Yeah. and I think that's yeah, one you just thing end up with this AI. Like stupid it just shit, it doesn't really. work very well. Like I, I I've, no. I've seen people like plug stuff in and it comes up with incredible results, and I'm like, what yeah. part of this language that they use as like the the like mm. precursor to the art was yeah. was significant that made the AI generate in in an interesting way to humans. Yeah. Um, but anyway, AI. Anyway, like fuck it, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But <laughs> have you guys been? Have you guys been? Um, did anyone else watch the World Cup? Because like I watched pretty much every yeah. game, even though a lot of them right. were at like two a.m., six a.m. <clears throat> random. No, I literally week. didn't watch uh, any because here <laughs> it's Joe, did cold, you watch so no one's going out. Normally, yeah. everyone's in the streets, just going like woo, and like. But it's like. And in doing Europe. shit, but in Europe, no one gives a fuck at the moment. Everyone's just like, it's it's. <laughs> I thought it's that about dark it. at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. In Spain, so like when I was in it's Spain, in summer like, here. The Argentinians I mean, I was, were getting down. I was going to like my local bar, oh, yeah. 
and it was Argentinian owned in Barcelona. Mm. And for the Argentina games, there, there was it was like full. But for the Spain games, yeah, even yeah. though I was in Barcelona, it was like empty. I, I would just go to the Spain games and be like, yeah, Spain. And Whoa. like, there would be no one else there. I'm like, I'm this Australian no. guy. Like, <laughs> in Spain. So like, many people yeah, in Europe, Spain. it's just not happening. Normally, every little yeah. spetty in Berlin yeah. is like full of people well, drinking Germany got beers knocked out a, early, so. Yeah, but yeah, even, even like in the Euro Cup, like the... UEFA or whatever it is like that it's just that every was game summer. is that was summer it, but that's what I'm saying normally yeah, like true. these it's games and stuff in summer for Europe and so like the vibe yeah. is just like woo. I was in Italy I, I, winter. Didn't just, I didn't watch much I saw a couple of games but I was like perishing a few days ago because I don't know what I got but some crazy virus yeah what the hell happened uh, it's probably like one of the worst things that's ever I've you ever said you were having migraine induced hallucinations is what I'll quote you <laughs> that's, that's not yeah fun. my heart rate was resting at like 130 BPM I was just no. like this is full my thought God. I was going to go into cardiac arrest Shit. or something it was hectic but um yeah and then I was just like literally the world just started like peeling away and i was just like falling into like darkness it was like um <laughs> kind of felt like i was gandalf just like did you have someone like helping you out keeping an eye on you? it was yeah. middle of the night like i was i was like i couldn't sleep and then like the version of sleep that i got was like this full hallucination vibe um but yeah i <laughs> So I that, definitely have never experienced such a... It's just got the extra key. <laughs> 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 oh, no, like but... Um, London's is it, is UK super grim is, right now, though, for real? Is it like... The, <laughs> no, it was... Is it cold? And, it was... It's definitely... Like, it snowed. It was definitely cold. Um, but there's, like, everybody's sick right now. There's something... What it, like every, yeah. The newspapers are saying that everyone feels like they've got COVID, but they're testing negative for COVID. So I don't know, it's some other thing. Mm. Um, but everyone apparently been a bit has like the same symptoms that I've got, except for maybe the hallucinations. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I'm going to cancel my trip Berlin, to Japan. A lot, Japan. Of people are, a lot of people are sick. Oh, yeah, you yeah. in Japan, right, son? I was. I was going to try to go there to tomorrow. I was going to fly to Tokyo for a few days, but I just like actually don't want to move around and i think there's this whole thing raging in china and i'm sure there's like some cross contamination between japan and china so you yeah, know 10 percent 10 percent of the world's population they think like which is 60 percent of china's population um they reckon that that's what the the amount of people who are going to be infected over the next like two to three weeks what are we talking about so, COVID again yeah, some Chinese um, version of COVID. <laughs> like Something's a, going a on. Strain. Yeah, okay. it's like some. Yeah. I think it's because they Joe, locked your down. Glasses, dude, is so dude, fucking out of control. <laughs> Man, I just can't Man, even you see don't want to see my speed, eyes. Bro. Honestly, I'm I'm still sick and I'm still recovering. Yeah, fair enough. So I fair just, enough. Fair enough. Yeah, fair just enough. a little bit self-conscious. Did you just <laughs> fucking smoke a? Yeah, thing? I've been hearing him slap them. Mosquito popcorn in here, man. It's is that awesome. when they and hit the thing? You know what's actually crack. cool? Yeah, they just explode. But um, Dude, sometimes sick. when they don't explode, they'll just drop to the floor. And then next thing, I just see like this little army of ants just coming and just grabbing him. And they're probably so stoked, man. Like barbecued mosquito, just like yum. <laughs> And they just walk away and then... It's like just, KFC for ants, dude. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> 
Oh, that's pretty good. No, but real talk though, it's actually like really giving me super, super disturbed sleep. So we've ordered a mosquito mm. net now. I just don't know why it's taken like this. Yeah, dude. I, it was the same in it's Spain, except they're so fast that you cannot fucking catch them. I don't know what it's like in Bali. Because in, here in Australia, you can catch the mosquitoes. In in the US, yeah. you can catch them. Most places in Europe, I feel like you can catch them. But in Spain, they're, on, reason, they're on like fucking Oh, but are they the gray ones? I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're just so fast and you cannot... I wake up like in the, the middle of the night ends. and like I'll fucking be running around the room trying to kill these things and I just... Uh, it's so dude, rare. You, you get one of those them. racket things that Thorn has. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. It's actually really What's satisfying. Brand, I dedicate like out. 15... <laughs> I shout it out to you three times. The, the brand, we've got, we've got Crispo. <laughs> and... <laughs> If you get the if you get the premium <laughs> model, you even get a little torch on there. So I I spend fifteen Dude, minutes like every night infrared, before like I go to bed, just sitting there, just bringing just there just with his night vision on, like fucking. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. Have gross. you got night vision, Thorny? No, I really don't. I need to get my eyes. <laughs> How much do you reckon that is? I, I kind of want a pair now, and I'm thinking about it. Are they even legal? Oh yeah, well, no, yeah, yeah, you can definitely get. So I, I I tried night vision goggles in in New Zealand when I was still there. They're pretty ghetto. You think it's going to be like seeing like the nighttime in in HD, but it's really weird. It's like certain things are really bright and then other things are not. But mm. you've pretty much just got like two colors. It's just it's, like white and some man, washed out. It, it mostly shows shady. like the heat sources, right? Or is that like yeah, it's something like this. It's kind of something like that, dude. It's you so can like, get yeah, like those ordering. Some. All right, all right, all right. Only, before only before we go on too many more tangents. Are we pounds. are we are we feeling any new music right now? Like, has anyone got some some new shit that they're really vibing at the moment? Anyone? I don't have any new music, but I just need to give a shout out to the Native Instruments Reactor like plugin suite. I I was I stumbled mm-hmm. on this yesterday. I was just like mm-hmm. farting around with some things and reason, and I'm like, oh man, yeah. I wonder what this plugin is. And there's this crazy thing called like Meta Particles or some shit, and it's like a sound generator and Whoa! Wow! Like, yeah. Okay. Wait, whoa. If we're on the topic of synths, hang on. I got to bring something over. Whoa. Um, actually, yeah, I need I to, I'll just thing, try and find the particle. actual name of it, just so I don't. Yeah. What's it called? Something. Uh, let me just pull it up here. Man, I really wish we could just like plug in and just play sounds into this podcast. That would be so dope. Uh, yeah, you can drop um drop media in if yeah, you've got like stems. And Have you guys ever tried? Just, uh, oh, fuck is that dude? Indigo access. Yeah, the fuck is it? Some, no. some, yeah, hold up. a guy, Who's a friend that? of, actually, Effie. It looks pretty cool, hey? It's, it's like so real, like, good. It's like a little bulldog, dude. I'd it's never like, heard of it. It's like a, a ni- I don't know. I feel like it's like an early 2000s or like a 90s synth. But every patch mm. on here, I don't know if it's because I'm running it through like the, the new Apollo sound card and everything just sounds great. Mm. But all of the patches on this Indigo Access are just creme de la creme. And I've oh, never played dude, a synth, that, even the Korg's. That I've never played it. That mm-hmm. this, all the patches are just so fucking good to play. Is that like so a nice. sample based, sample based thing? It's not actually like analog engines in there. It's, it's more like it's, that. No, um, it's it's one of the first. Oh, I could be wrong about this. Actually, it might be the other one I have here, but I'm pretty sure it's like one of the earlier uh, digital analog hybrid synthesizers that came out that were really innovative for the time. Like the thing weighs, like it's small, right? It's not a huge synth. Mm. But this weighs like, I reckon this is like almost 15 kilos. It's it's yeah, solid. Right. solid. It's a solid boy. That's scared. Anyway, I'm just going to shout Chunky out the Indigo Axis. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm just digging here for this. 
Uh, where the hell is the instrument? I mean, music-wise, to be honest, I've uh, I've been focusing so much on other things that I haven't really been like looking for new artists. Um, but the latest, well, I, what I want to do, I've guys, cranking. Mm. Mm. Go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I was just going to say the latest vibe that's got me real high is that jungle track, Good Times. <laughs> um, you know, oh, yeah, that's you guys heard one. that one? <laughs> it's like relatively yeah. new. It's good Times. Mm. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of uh, Marvin Gaye. No, not Marvin Gaye. What's um, Miles? Is it Miles Davis? Um, mm, I'll I think move on up. Marvin Gaye. Move on oh. up. Yeah, that the is Marvin Gaye. No, I could be so wrong. And it's got, yeah, it's got like the Hang violins on. that come and go. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon they definitely use that as a reference track. Like it's, it's the same universe. But yeah. I thought it was sick seeing Jungle Curtis like, Mayfield evolving. Curtis Mayfield. Curtis Mayfield. Curtis. Sorry, yeah. guys, for all the Curtis My Mayfield bad. fans out there. We just, <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Um, Man, I've just been rinsing that um the Falls album. Like, haven't listened to the new Falls album. It's it's probably like. Oh, I'm probably gonna it's like six months old, right? Well. Yeah, it's it yeah, maybe between four to six months, and I just mm-hmm. somehow fully went under my radar. Yeah, I think I love kind of I've disappeared. Loved, like, always loved falls. Yeah, but dude, yeah. it fucking slaps, dude. Like yeah, it's right. got some really. They're just like one of those bands that was just been like bringing out albums one like after another that just they're, they're crazy kind of they're super consistent in their sound the yeah like in their sound consistent. but then they always add a little bit extra like they they yeah. evolve just enough yeah. to keep you like hooked interested and excited but not Uh-oh. far enough out outside their field that you're like what the fuck just happened sort of you know what i mean there's yeah. there's some tracks in there that like kind of you know go into their sort of like funky stuff that they were doing earlier on but then still doing some of their rock stuff from like the new shit. It's fucking dope, man. I literally, I love the album. I'll be, nice, nice, nice. Well, I think we should make a playlist. I think we already have a playlist, but I think for the listeners who are interested in stuff that we talk about on the <coughs> podcast, I'd yeah. like to make a new playlist, a more recent one. Yeah, make a podcast playlist. All the, be great. all the stuff that we like um, <laughs> and all the stuff Probably that we should talk also about share links. Yeah, like links and shit to things that we were talking about as well. Um, just so anyone can actually go back and just look at things. Like, I'm not yeah. even sure if people here have used ChatGPT and stuff like that. But well, yeah, a lot of people won't YouTube, know what that is even. On the YouTube yeah. version of this, we can also include, like, the Spotify like link show for notes. our playlist. Show notes, like, yeah, ChatGPT, etc., or any sort of, like, brands or plugins that we talk about. We can put them in mm-hmm. there as well. Mm. Um, so, I guess moving forward, when we start to structure it more, we'll just like take um sort of minutes or notes for like key links that we want to add to the youtube yeah. stuff um, we can also can add them later as well when i do the uploads we could also make a um, let's put a, a beacon page. out for a jamie we need a jamie on the podcast <laughs> we need a jamie <laughs> oh like Just a fact checker actually, Although there's four of us enjoying enjoying there's already four of us there's actually four of us yeah i've been liking you that mean fact genesis or no, not, not like fact check oh, so much just like which one kind of assist with is it an, is you remember we shot with him stuff. once on a magazine shoot yeah i think yeah, also right. john omar worked on it i think john omar's been working on a lot of his stuff but um sick or yeah, the whole yeah. project potentially mm. but yeah get get inspired by genesis Awusu. it's kind of like a a mix of punk 
meets like kind of like rap meets electronic. It's really, mm-hmm. it's really quite cool. Um, well, he's been killing I it think, lately, hasn't he? I think he's been getting a lot of attention because it is a unique yeah. project, and I think. Um, I think if there's been one track that st- stood out to me, like particularly besides like, I've been just listening to classical piano a lot, but if there's a lot, <laughs> like if there's a track that stood out to me, like from a production standpoint, from a uniqueness standpoint over the last like two months, I, th- I think that would be the track that stood out. And there's so much stuff that I've been really loving, but um, if I would to, yeah, give a shout out to a, a track, it would be probably that one, I would say. Nice. Sick. Nice. Oh, yeah. I've just been well, going way back in time. Hey, I've just been listening to all the classics. You're yeah, still on your Radiohead grind, Thorny. Not even so much like Radiohead. Like I'll just <laughs> like Dowd and Radiohead. stuff like this, where it's just okay. like I'm, I'm going onto like old housey like vibes, jamming. Because I need things that are not lyrical. Because I'm just doing so much work on the computer. I'm like even like making a foray into the world of coding with Rust, which is like mm, breaking fuck. my brain. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like if there's anything like lyrical or any spoken word, it just totally throws me off. But if it's just, you know, some housey kind of like down tempo, whatever, it just mm. keeps me rocking along. Also Weevil, actually, I'm like really stoked on some of the stuff Weevil have put out. I reckon yeah, like a super... Do they super put out anything new well. since that last EP or album that no, came out? No, I think it's just pretty much that EP, but I just really love how they actually are just mixing live drums with like a super, mm. super synth heavy sound and then also the way they're processing their vocals and everything i think it's just like super well done so shout mm. out to weevil yeah, yeah tasteful. big fan um yeah well i guess oh. we're at we're past the hour mark um which is fine yeah, um, i'm gonna go get my hair cut <laughs> yeah well Dude, Dude, i probably should do the same bro it's next Man. level my, I'm not even gonna show <laughs> my rig right now. Don't don't show yeah. up to a hairdresser like that. That's for sure. Just like well, with your headphones on, Sonny. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, man, this guy's about to How rock the place. This? What's going on? So yeah, good. pretty much. Yeah, and I need to get a bit of a trim too. Um, that's all. Happening. Yeah, well, I guess boys. very good. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hopefully, well. we can get this one out before Christmas. Season's New greetings. Year's. Ambitious, perhaps. Um, see how you go yeah. with the editing. Could be ambitious, but. Make sure um, this one should be better. We've had better, had less dropouts. So it should yeah. just be, the only thing is th- what slows it down is because there's four of us and I need to download each individual video because, yeah. um, actually, no, I don't. That's a lie. <laughs> I need to download each individual audio, audio track. Um, yeah. and then sync it to the video because I, if I download all of us into one file with the audio and stuff, it just just sounds shit mm. so yeah, it's crazy noise floor you know. hey well look, we're, we're gonna work through year, though, uh, yeah exactly I think the, but i'll be on the i'm on the train tomorrow for like six hours or five hours or something like that so i'll just um i'll try to smash it out as yeah. long as yeah, well, you guys just keep all your things up and we'll go yeah ultimately we just want to say merry christmas thanks for joining us like for our last podcast of the year um in 2023 we're gonna bring a whole, uh, a whole new energy. Um, like we said, we're gonna make our new record. We're gonna, um, yeah. We we've got a whole bunch of stuff in the works. Like we're not sure what to call it yet, but the Torah Academy will be an extension of the Torah Podcast, and we want to really bring you yeah. guys into our world and create a community and get um, on on that wave, like a rebirth of the music industry, like empowering 
um, you guys and not yeah. just um, creators but also listeners to be more involved in our process and each other's process so that we can create the best shit that's ever been made like with the next generation of artists that are being born right now um, so yeah it's an exciting time for us and we feel that 2023 is going to be a year for us to connect with you all a lot more so yeah thanks for joining us um, on yeah. the Toro podcast 100% and I think we'll try and do this podcast more often. We've, we're like over a month now since the last one. I still think we should try and do one every two weeks, but we see how yeah. this goes. Let's give it a go. I'm we sure we can do that. I think that our timing kind of like our time zones are fucking we'll different. get there. But yeah, thank you guys. And um, it's always good to catch up. And All right. Sounds good. Much Merry love, Christmas. Much Happy love New Year. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy the yeah. transition into Ciao. 2023.